Understood is a resource I have recommended for many years to parents looking for support with learning and thinking differences such as ADHD, dyslexia, and more. And I'm subsequently excited to tell you about their podcast, Understood Explains. This season, the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. They cover topics such as how to tell if your child needs an IEP, common myths about special education, and the difference between IEPs and 504 plans. I love how Understood Explains breaks down the overwhelm by unpacking an important topic each season and then drilling down further into key basics in each episode. Most episodes are between 10 to 15 minutes, and episodes are available in both English and Spanish. So fantastic, right? To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, friends, and welcome to the mini-edit from Edit Your Life. In these snack-sized mini-episodes, I answer your questions about everything from self-care to parenting to relationships to home and more. Think of me like that friend you text or call when you need a quick piece of compassionate and candid advice. Send me your questions. Today's mini-edit is inspired by a Substack post I wrote on minimalist packing tips. It is so appropriate for this show that I thought it would be fun to read. Here's what I wrote. Last week, I had the delight of speaking twice at the Prevent Child Abuse America National Conference with my influencer hat on. Digging deep into adverse childhood experiences, or ACEs, education in 2019 at a convening with the CDC Injury Center and American Academy of Pediatrics changed my life. So it was a tremendous honor to travel to talk about my experience engaging my audience in ACEs education and action. Initially through my then blog, Boston Mamas, and organically over the years through my personal platforms. You might be wondering what Prevent Child Abuse America and ACEs has to do with minimalist packing. Well, I could only spend one day at the conference because I wanted to make it back to celebrate my mom's 87th birthday. And as I started to pack, I realized I was playing a fun minimalist game with myself to see how little I could bring because, well, I just wanted less to carry and track. Since people love when I go granular, and I had a number of people respond, what, how, hero, when I shared an airport selfie with a minimalist packing update, I thought it would be helpful and fun to walk through my process. First, it is worth noting that I'm very committed to not checking luggage. I traveled for 10 days in Ethiopia with carry-on. So in general, I usually only take a small duffel or my lightweight roller luggage and a work bag for under the seat in front of me. In this case, since I was only staying one night, I was planning on a small handbag and my little duffel, but realized the duffel was not very full, so my minimalist packing game began because I wondered if I could make the trip with just one tote bag that would look reasonable to carry around during the day and fit under the seat on the airplane. Reducing to one bag ended up being great because I was on a very small plane, two seats on either side of the aisle, and the overhead bins were tiny. I didn't need to stress about getting a space overhead, which meant I didn't need to rush getting at the front of the queue for my boarding group. Yay for less rushing. Only having one bag meant less to haul and thus less physical strain, which was great because I am still gimping around on a dumb everyday injury from 12 weeks ago. And also, since I was not staying at the conference hotel, I wasn't sure if I would be able to put luggage into the conference hotel hold space. 
I imagine I could have sweet-talked my way into it, but because I didn't have luggage, I didn't need to worry about it. We'll be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you struggle with boundaries and the general complexities of peopling? Relationships are necessary to our well-being, and some relationships are just, well, complicated. A good chunk of the work I have done in therapy centers on relationships, how to own my part of the story, how to let go of relationships that are toxic, and how to navigate challenging relationships in a way that doesn't drain me. And all of this work helps me show up better for myself and also as a partner, mom, friend, family member, and business owner. If you're thinking of starting therapy, check out BetterHelp. This online therapy platform was designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash edit today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash edit. As you know, I am all about micro-improvements, and if you'd like to dedicate a little time each day to learn a language, I have a great solution for you. Babbel is a science-backed language learning app that offers 10-minute language lessons designed to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Materials are rooted in real-life situations, so you can learn important basics such as ordering food and asking for directions. Babbel offers personalized learning content, real-time feedback, tracking, and visualizations, and their speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. No matter what level you are looking for, casual, intense, or something in between, you can enjoy app lessons, podcasts, and live classes from the comfort of your home on your schedule. Here's a special limited time deal for Edit Your Life listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription. This is only for Edit Your Life listeners at babbel.com edit. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com edit. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash edit. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, friends, we're back and I'm going to read the rest of the post in which I share my tactics. Here's what went into my Madewell transport tote and there was still plenty of extra room. One dress for the conference, one pair of flats to go with my dress, one pair of underwear, pajama shorts and a t-shirt, my iPad in its carry case, a charger for my phone and iPad, one toiletries cosmetics bag, a wristlet that held my small business card sized folio with ID and credit cards, a USB thumb drive with my presentations on it and earbuds, and a few odds and ends like keys, masks for the airplane, my phone, and a pen. And here is how I did it. To get down to one bag, I needed a tote that could look like a day bag while I was at the conference while basically being my luggage. The Madewell transport tote was perfect. Second, I didn't want to bring the tote for going out to dinner, so I used my coach wristlet in lieu of a handbag. It's the perfect size to carry my ID and credit cards and a phone and also help keep those essentials organized and easily accessible when I was out walking the conference with the tote. Third, the big space saver is committing to only packing the clothing you will wear. I originally was going to bring one dress and a backup in case I spilled something on myself, and I decided to strip out the backup dress. The key is to try everything on to make sure you're happy with how things look versus just tossing a bunch of things that might work into your luggage. I also figured that if I spilled something on myself, I was traveling to a city where I could buy an emergency outfit if needed, but I'm not the spilling type, so I figured it was unlikely. 
Shoes take up a ton of space, so as you try on your outfits, commit to shoes and bring as few pairs as possible. I have bunions and sometimes my feet get swollen in air transit, so I always like to have something like flip-flops or Birkenstocks so my feet can breathe. I wore gold Birkenstocks on the way down, but had a pair of birdies flats to look professional at the conference. I've worn sandals all summer, so it wasn't until I spent all of last Tuesday in the flats that I realized that they are so comfortable that I could have worn them in transit and skipped the Birkenstocks and not even packed shoes. Next time. Fifth, I only wore the jewelry I was going to wear for my entire trip. I didn't pack anything extra. Obviously, jewelry doesn't take up much room, but it is easy to lose, and I didn't want to worry about losing anything. Six, I reduced to a less bulky makeup bag. I swapped my usual toiletry bag to a slim bag that measures nine and a half by six by two inches. I only brought the essentials, toothbrush, toothpaste, floss, mini cleanser, mini moisturizer, my Woosh Beauty fold-out face kit, which is a makeup palette that comes with travel brushes, brow gel, and one lip color. Seven, I originally was planning on bringing my large barrel curling iron, but instead curled my hair the day before and sprayed the crap out of it in the hopes that the hairspray would help my waves withstand the humidity. It worked out great, LOL. And finally, I didn't bother bringing a hairbrush or hairstyling product since I'm usually able to just smooth out my hair with damp hands if I've already sprayed the crap out of it. This also worked out just fine. I used every single thing I packed. It was freaking fantastic. Give minimalist packing a try. Friends, in that original post, there are some additional details about my outfits and links to all of the things that I mentioned specifically product-wise. And I also referenced some really fantastic people. So I will link that post in the notes for you. I hope this was helpful. And if you have a question for me, please drop me a line at edityourlifeshow at gmail.com or DM or comment on a post on Facebook or Instagram at Edit Your Life Show. Thanks for listening. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talk to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking it.